Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Roundtable. My name is Robert Bannon. I'm so excited to be with you here for this lunchtime edition, as we sometimes end up doing. I am here today to talk about The Pianist, which is coming to George Street Playhouse. Now, as a Jerseyite, as a lover of New Jersey and living in New Jersey and growing up in New Jersey, there are some great artistic places to see shows and the George Street Playhouse in New Brunswick is one of them for sure. GeorgeStreetPlayhouse.org is where you can get your tickets to see it. Remember the movie? Remember Adrian Brody winning the Oscar and kissing Holly Berry? <laughs> Remember all of that? Well, it's uh, directed and adapted for the stage by Emily Mann. It's based on the memoir, The Penis. It's a play with music and it is running from September 26th, so it's already up and running, all the way to October 22nd. The star, Daniel Donsky, was in some TV shows about royals that you may have streamed, has been in a bunch of stuff, has maybe been on Dancing with the Stars overseas, is maybe coming to Broadway, is maybe a big giant superstar in the making. And we're so lucky to grab him to talk about this. And a serious note amongst all the jokes, uh, the world is a little crazy and scary right now, especially with everything that's going on in the Middle East. So it's more important than ever to talk about the show, to have Daniel on and to maybe add some light levity and art to the world we're living in because it's a, uh, some serious stuff. So Daniel is here and I'm here and you can catch us all the time here on the Broadway Podcast Network and on YouTube. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe to us on YouTube and also follow us and download us on the Broadway Podcast app. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Let's go at it. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Daniel is here. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hello. Lovely to meet you. Welcome to New Jersey. Yes. I'm in New Jersey. How has it been everything you thought it would be and more? <laughs> it is, yeah, absolutely. You just hit the nail on its head. Exactly. It is exactly that. Well, to be honest, I have to tell you, my first day in New Jersey, I was taken to Target, which I've never been to. And I was like, wow, what is this incredible place with all these things? And do you know what I found? All my life, I've been wearing Hanes tank tops. It because my uh, my family's in Israel, so like I had them in Israel. When I moved back to London, could find it nowhere and I walk through Target in New Jersey and I see like this whole stand of Hanes and I'm like running I was like oh my god they got Hanes tank tops and the people in Target looked at me like I'm some very odd creature like they're like why are you so excited it's like 
because we don't have that. No, I get it. We take for granted. I have a friend of mine who come, who's from Uganda, and she says that when her family comes here, they go to Walmart and they see like piles of paper towels and they're just like, what goes on here? <laughs> um, congratulations on everything from the television to stage to uh, your big old giant star in, in Germany and in, in Europe. And now you're here and you're about to explode in the United States. Congratulations. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you. And um, we, we were just talking before we hit record here. We're in some crazy times that we're living in. And The Penis, which is playing um, right now at George Street Playhouse, which is such a beautiful theater. I've had the opportunity to see such great work there based on the memoir, based on the, on, on the movie and all. Why is this show important and why, why is it important now? Well, two stages of that. A, anti-Semitism, racism, homophobia, hatred towards human beings is on the rise everywhere in the world. Um, and I suppose one of the most harrowing accounts of what we know what hate can become is the mass extinction, industrialized mass extinction of, of life uh, as done by the Nazis. Um, so a play that not only talks about the history, but shows you how a human being, Vladislav Spielmann in that case, could regain his life after losing everything he loved is I think a story that a story of perseverance and hope is something that in these times we need to be remembered of not only what can happen if people hate, but what do you do if you have experienced all of that? Because I think it's very easy as a society, as, as humans to stop being empathic, just to stop the empathy. Cause you go, Oh my God, something was done to me. I hate now. Um, and sadly, in just these days now, we see what hate can come towards again. Um, and it's, again, um, I mean, on the first, on, on Saturday, I was doing the matinee show. And just before I went on stage, I was speaking to my mum, who was going into the bunker in Tel Aviv to hide, uh, kind of like to, to be secure from the rockets. Um, and then the second scene on stage, there's a fire, that there's like a bomb alarm and rockets are hitting. It was very hard for me the last three days to be on stage. Um, because there are so many parallels suddenly, you know, people being executed in their homes in the south of Israel uh, by the terrorist organization Hamas. It's, it's, you know, sometimes you think like I went, we all go into the arts sometimes to escape the real world, but there are certain projects that bring you ever more closer to why the arts are important, what the chance of the arts are. And sometimes it's even like in the last couple of days, was very hard for me to like because the lines were completely blurred between what's real and what am I what am I saying and um, it's ah, it's tough I don't know I, I love entertainment I love I love I'm a very positive and upbeat person so this production for me was a very challenging one because anyways you know portraying someone's journey through six years of hell yeah. is uh, harrowing one but, for, but just from an acting perspective it's been the biggest challenge for me and one that I'm so happy. And so, so proud to have been part of, uh, to be part of at the moment. Well, you can grab your tickets right now, georgestreetplayhouse.org. It is uh, going until October 22nd. And, and um, it is a, a beautiful cast. It is a beautiful creative team of people together that put this together from the director to the score, to the, to the theater in of itself and everyone that's there. So grab your tickets. It's, it's such an important piece. It's always been an important piece and it is more relevant than ever. Um, speaking of this, world and this art 
you have been uh, at the forefront of some firsts. You know, you you, you talked about in your career, you know, and, and being of Jewish descent and, and religion based and, and being the first to do certain things in Europe and do this and do that. How much of a conscious decision is it to wear your your religion, your your namesake, where you're from and your personal story into the public point of view? Uh, it depends on the project, really. Um, so if I go on a random set of film and somebody would be like, oh, the Jewish actor Daniel Donsko, I'd be very conscious about why that person chose to like portray me as that. But of course, when you speak about um, the Holocaust and World War II, uh, having a personal connection is not necessary to portray it. It's not necessary. Uh, but it can convey the real true connection to the story and to the history. And I think we've spoken in, in, in for sure in the last two years so much about what's adequate casting. Uh, may only Jews play Jews? I don't believe in that. I really don't believe in that. I think anyone could and anyone can. And sometimes I even think from my mental health it would be easier to not be jewish uh to do this play because you know it triggers the history of my people of my family like i have holocaust survivors uh in my family so it's like it's a triggering thing now of course whilst doing the first jewish late night show in germany again it is important that a jewish host would do that and produce that uh but having said all of that i'm i'm agnostic i don't really believe in god i'm for me it's so much about culture so much about understanding you know, I lived in too many places, I think, in my life to to pinpoint a cultural. Like, I can't say I'm German. I have a German passport, but I'm not a German. I was born in Russia. I'm anything but Russian. Uh, my family's from Ukraine originally, so it's all really complicated. And then I lived in Germany and Israel and, and now I'm in the UK for so many years, but I'm not British. But the one thing that kept going through is the Jewish culture part, you know? And it is a your story is so fascinating um, and the journey of it is so fascinating. And your work as an artist is so fascinating because you're on stage, you're making your U.S. stage debut in this show. But if we were living overseas, we would have seen you on this. We would have seen you. Um, we would have listened to your music, which is available now in streaming. So what? how do you define yourself? Are you just an artist through and through? Are you an actor who sings? What, what, do you, what are you? I try to use the word artist, but like people just don't like that for some reason. Uh, I don't know. I just, um, I think it's, it's really to do with my, with my background. You know, the only thing that through, I was an immigrant in so many places and I spent most of my teenage years observing society because in order, if you want to fit in, you need to observe so you spend quite a lot of time on the, on the outside and you look in inwards and you learn the good things and the bad things about society, the good things and the bad things about cultural congregation. Um, so then when I was able to kind of like choose my own path, I was like, oh my God, actually, I think I love to tell stories and I just don't know how yet because I, I didn't go to any art schools. I just really like spent all my time uh, trying to learn the languages of the countries that we were moving to. Um, so I was just very happy at 18 when I finished high school. Um, and then I went to study biology first. And then I was like, no, 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 I have to study, I don't know, acting and music. That's what I want. I want to tell stories. And then from the get-go, it started simultaneously. Like it's, I just realized certain things I can do as an actor that I can't do as a singer and vice versa. Um, 
and then to a certain extent, I thought, okay, maybe musical theater is the path, but then that also didn't come. I did one musical in London and then kind of like I went back into acting and singing and separate them uh, between the two. But then I started writing and I was like, oh my God, I, how am I going to explain that to someone? And now I say, my name is Daniel. I love to tell stories um, and whatever that may be, will be. And I have no clue where I'm going to end up or what I'm like. There's no like goal where I go, I really am desperate to do this and this and that. I'm just very happy to be here in America now um, and do my stage debut here because, you know, it is the epicenter of the entertainment, uh, of, of the entertainment industry. So. Oh, don't worry. They're going to, New York is going to snatch you up. You'll be <laughs> Broadway, television, films. We, we may have seen you or you may look familiar from a TV show about Royals that we were not talking about in the SAG strike, but you may have seen this face before on your television screen and, and etc. And I'm sure there is a ton of work. When we go see this show, when yes. we get our tickets and go see the show, how can we, how should we approach the, uh, how, what should, what, what should we do before, after, during, what, what is your suggestions to get through the heaviness and what do you do as an artist to shake it off every single performance? I think for the audience, the interesting thing is we break the fourth wall pretty much from minute one. So I, there's a lot of direct address, which makes it easier and harder for the audience simultaneously, because obviously Vladislav Spielman in this case tells you uh, certain things. Uh, the good thing is, yes, there are loads of trigger warnings. We speak about death, we speak about suicidal attempts, but the audience is never confronted with imagery of death, which I think makes it easier uh, to really focus on the emotional world of what that means to lose something. Uh, the play also offers loads of hope. So like, I think if the audience really, as, as more you relax into your chair, the more it's easy to grasp what you're actually watching. So I think it doesn't need a lot of preparation, um, but I've had people come to, up to me after the show and they were like, I don't know what I just watched. I think I really need to decompress on my way home. So it does hit, it can hit hard, I suppose, especially when it hits close to home. Um, and what I do, I really try, you know, when I was in drama school, one of my acting teachers was always, Daniel, you're such an upbeat, happy person. You'll never be a good actor. Because they were teaching me, uh, they were teaching on methods of, you know, trauma is the, the essence of art. I don't believe in that. I believe in experiencing life to the fullest. And if I experience on stage every day, the depth and agony of sorrow it is my responsibility as a human being to leave the theater and experience joy, love, and laughter, because only then can I portray a human that survived all of this and then kept smiling. He kept playing. He remarried. He, uh, he married. Uh, he had kids. Uh, his son and grandson came to see the show the other day, and it was one of the, it was beautiful. Um, you know, and that memory, like, I'm playing a human being. I'm not playing a victim of the Holocaust. I'm playing a human being named Vladislav Spielman who thought of himself as a Polish citizen who was then taught he's a Jew, whose family was then executed. He was persecuted. He survived miraculously, but he kept smiling. That person is a human, and being a human me means to feel all the variety of emotions. And it's our responsibility as artists, I feel, to also never go towards one thing, but to feel the variety of emotions within us, because that's what makes us human, the variety of emotions. That is such a beautiful answer. That is something that I think they should teach in every acting school and drama school around that the, the fullness of life. It's not just trauma and the darkness. And, and no. we don't have to go back to our worst moment of our life and relive that. We 
full full characters, full people. Full it's so much about imagination. I because I was studying in London, and then I also did uh, parts of my my studies at Lee Strasberg in, in in New York, and I was amazed by on the one side the freedom of the, of the stage at Lee Strasberg. I just go and improvise, and on the other side also the obsession within method acting to constantly hit yourself and you hit yourself as a human, like, and you have to be so resilient anyways when you stand on stage. You know, when you start after drama school, you're being judged by so many people. Right. So many people tell you, no, no, you're not good enough. And through all of that, how do you get through? You don't get through that by telling yourself, I'm hurting. You get through that by believing, by, by positive reaffirmations. So I'm a very big believer that uh, in the way acting and any any performing arts should be taught it should be taught with a lot of self love and not just self harm <laughs> well yeah, agreed 100% i want to say to everybody watching right now you need to go grab your tickets go to georgestreetplayhouse.org how he's doing this every week is is a feat in itself we can follow daniel because before he'll be super super famous and he won't return or remember our interview it's coming watch out it's coming so follow him on instagram follow this meteoric rise i'm sure it's to come that is to come and check out the show and make sure you get down there and see the show. You only have until the end of the month. You only have until the 22nd. Yes. I want to send love to you and to your family over yes. in Israel and to everyone over there. And I am sending like love and light and 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 safety. And uh, our hearts are are with you all. And um, thank you so we, much. We send all our 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 good energy to to you and your family. Yeah, sure. may peace be on all the people living uh, in the Middle East. It's just uh, it's been going on for too long. Absolutely. Perfect. Daniel, much thank love. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank no, you. Thank you. Thank you. Woo, boy. Well, there you have it. Um, important times, scary times, uh, times where art reflects society and society needs art to teach us history so that we can see what we've done so we don't doom to repeat it again. Um, to everybody overseas, everybody in the Middle East right now, everyone in Israel, everyone that is fighting for peace and equality in this world. Uh, against terrorism, against unjustness, against phobias of any kind. Uh, we send love and light and our prayers are definitely with us. We hope this show is a place where people can talk about their truths and um, speak about what is going on in the world and a reflection and hopefully give some joy and some peace and some understanding. Um, the, the bell is rung. My lunchtime is over. The best is absolutely yet to come. Follow us on the Broadway Podcast Network. Follow me at Robert M. Bannon. And I look forward to seeing you again next time here at the Roundtable. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.